Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's Sexplanations with Dr. Doe. Sexplanations Podcast, Episode 74. I am here with Amp at Mr. S. Leather in San Francisco because we're on the Sexplanations Road Tour and you invited me to come check out your space and, you know, do some youtube podcasty things. Thank you for coming. Oh my gosh, it's so awesome. <laughs> it's, it's so weird seeing someone in person that you've only met on the internet before. So I'm, I'm kind of nervous. It's like a 3D movie. It, it absolutely is. But way better. <laughs> so great. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to meet you. So I was thinking we would talk about sex hacks, specifically based on an episode that happened years ago on Sexplanation's YouTube channel about college sex hacks. So if you, for example, needed your dormitory room to masturbate and you, you know, wanted to figure out clever ways to do that and work around cohabitating lifestyle, sex hacks. I mean, that's pretty much my life at the moment because I live in San Francisco where rent's atrocious. So you have to live with like three other people just to make it affordable. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I went to a two bedroom today and the person was telling me that on the market, it would be $5,500 a month. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. That's kind of the area I live in. So I I split rent with people. Um, But yeah, it's expensive. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. So sex hacks. (laughs) Tell me all the exciting ones. I'm so curious. Where do we start? Well, okay. So let me give some background to this. And also I want to give a shout out to the Patreon supporters, Donna and Dave and everybody who has supported in the past and continues to support. And there's this game company called Zipwop. (laughs) And they're really cool. They just sent me a bunch of their games to check out. So this is all in honor of them. But you just gave me a tour of Mr. S, this leather company that does production mm-hmm. of all of your gear, most of your gear. Yeah. And you're one of the designers. So you're cleverly minded. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think you can hack the hell out of sex. Well, I, I hack lots of things. Mm-hmm. I did actually do a programming class one day back in the day, but I'm not very good at that kind of hacking. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're currently in what we call our dungeon space right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a podcast so people can't see the, the St. Andrew cross, the dungeon bed, there's two cages right there. Yes. There's no boys or girls in it or people in it, but no. but sometimes, you know, yeah. there's people in there. It's a beautiful space and you've made me tea, warm tea, <laughs> and set up this nice area for us. I love it. It's so great. I feel right at home. As far as hacks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So as a gay man, a self-proclaimed gay man, um, when it comes to sex, a lot of the the hacks that I generally have to worry about is like being ready for sex. Um, I think one of my favorite hacks that I've ever learned was the water bottle trick. Have you ever heard of it? This is so great. (laughs) So um, gay men or just people that like anal sex in general uh, generally have to do some sort of cleaning in the back end before getting, you know, down and dirty Mm -hmm. minus the dirty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so years ago I learned because I worked in an office job that was kind of in a gay area of the city. So sometimes I didn't have time to go home and prep or clean out beforehand. Um, water bottles are a wonderful tool that you can use to clean out. If you have to, like, say you stop at a gas station or, you know, a convenience store <laughs> or something like that. Um, because if you line up the, the, the end of that water bottle uh-huh. and you just squeeze, 
you can get a good amount of water up there for a thorough cleaning for, you know, some fun sex shortly after. And what's nice about a water bottle is you can squeeze it back into shape, uh-huh. fill it up again in a sink and repeat. So you rinse and repeat. Like that is the life-saving <laughs> cleaning out hack that I learned forever ago um, as a young gay man. <laughs> the office douche. Exactly. Hey, what did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, so you're talking about just like the one ser- single serving water bottle with the opening that's what about three quarters of an inch yeah and just pressing it up against the anus mm-hmm. and giving a good squeeze mm-hmm. and then you reshape it fill it yeah squeeze again and actually, over a toilet yeah, yeah. Pre- preferably over a toilet you don't want to you don't want to be a douche in wherever <laughs> you're cleaning out <laughs> um but now we actually make little attachments for the water bottles people are the kinksters figure out you know, any which way to have sex properly, you know? So we have a a little twist on water bottle, like douching attachment now that you can get that has a nice silicone insertion, like three or four inches that you can put in, squeeze, pull it out, clean, and then you can fill it up again. But it's a little attachment that's specifically made so that you can clean out properly. Oh, yes. (laughs) That is so great. I'm thinking of the... The nozzle that is used when you um, blow up animal balloons. Like Similar that? to that. Yeah. yeah, but but a little softer on your butt so it doesn't do any oh, yeah, sort so of like cutting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so good. It saved so many encounters, <laughs> for me at least. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But like when it comes to hacks, what do you think? Like, are you familiar with pervertibles? Yes. Okay. I am. I learned that term from Dr. Ava Cadell, who's based in L.A., and creating things, just kitchenware, right? Like taking a spatula and turning it into a tool for spanking. Totally. But you probably have a bunch of cool ones. Tell me, pretend I know nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for our, for my job specifically, because we do a lot of like shows in other states mm-hmm. uh, with Mr. S, we always have to pack a bag. And I don't like checking bags because I don't want to lose anything. So space in my carry-ons is so, so important to me. So like pervertibles, for instance are incredibly useful if you're going to be dressing up like a tie can be an easy easy way to tie someone up like an actual Mm -hmm. like tie that you put on um rope surprisingly is good for lots of things (laughs) (laughs) a couple coils of rope you can make a whole like bed bondage like spread eagle with just two pieces of rope and when you say coils of rope Mm-hmm. What's so, a coil of rope? So like um, just some rope that you've wound up. So like 15 to 30 feet could be a coil okay. of rope. Yeah. So that is the unit of rope. It's mm-hmm. called a coil. Um, that's what I call it. C-O-I-L. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So coils of rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ties are really good. Um, bandanas are not only great for flagging mm-hmm. the hanky code, which is like how people in the kink community still today use it to say, you know, I'm into water sports if I'm wearing a yellow hanky or I'm into fisting if I'm wearing a red hanky. Those can be used as blindfolds. Those could be used as gags if they're a little sweaty, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be used for a number of different sensory plays. To Wiping off sweat, blowing yeah. your nose. Mm-hmm. Any, sort of, <laughs> any sort of liquid that you want to get down and dirty with. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think now. We haven't done a pervertibles episode yet. Ooh, are you gonna do one? Mm-hmm. I have, I have, I have notes somewhere. So AMP has a channel on YouTube called "What's the Safe Word?" W A T T S, the safe word, 
which is brilliant. And I consider it the go-to kink BDSM channel, at least right now. Well, I, that, yeah, that's very kind. Thank so. you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you like sexplanations, I feel like it is a more flavorful version of sexplanations. It's like if sexplanations is vanilla or French vanilla ice cream or even frozen yogurt, <laughs> Uh, what's the safe word it is like the you know sprinkles and caramel and mint chocolate chip oh yeah get it it's all like in there caramel swirl oh my god rocky road keep going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the flavors it's so good thank you so you're thinking about doing an episode about pervertibles yes i have i have a whole outline i just need to sit down and figure it out I have, an, I have an Evernote, which is just, like, pretty much notes. I have a good hundred ideas on, oh. on the notes. Like, there's never – I'm so happy that sex is so different and yeah. interesting to everyone, and everyone does it differently. And there's a kink out there just about for anything. Yeah. I, I'll never run out of ideas. That's true. People, they'll see an episode of Sexplanations and feel like it's gotten dry, and they'll make comments like, oh, Lindsay's run out of ideas. And like, no, I Rude. have not. will <laughs> <laughs> never run out of ideas. Sex. Yeah, no, I could go for lifetimes because there's so much and each person has a unique perspective on it and we're constantly learning about it and everybody's bodies are different and people's desires are different. Mm-hmm. We talk about sex oh, for so long. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But this podcast is only, what, 45 to, <laughs> yeah. to an hour? <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm trying to think of any cool um, sex hacks that I've heard lately. I mean, right now, driving around in an RV, a big thing that keeps coming up for me is wishing that there was a camera person with us to record all the different ways you can have sex in an RV. Because Hmm. it's, uh, I would say, the living space. So without the front end that is actually uh, like a truck cab, Mm -hmm. it's about 19 feet long. And then it can actually fit in a parking spot. So it's not a huge amount of space. And yet there are so many different ways and things to hang off of and bend over. Yep. That's got to be an episode. <laughs> Sex hacking the RV. I mean, I'm, I'm so stereotypical, like, it, with my bondage. Bondage is one of my main kinks. Mm-hmm. So if you know how to do a few ropes, like a few mm-hmm. knots with rope, you can, you can make a straight jacket a sensation out of rope you can do like a sling around the back of your head that keeps the legs open for sex yeah. whether it's anal or, or vaginal rope is is just the the perfect tool for all sorts of things oh gosh and it's so beautiful i remember just playing around with it one day i think i had some sort of gathering of sex positive people and n- nobody was there to to get off but we were just playing with rope and i was just you know fooling around and somehow designed this thing where when I pulled on the end, it brought this woman's hands up to grab her breasts. <laughs> like, this is the coolest. Science pulleys, they make everything possible. I know, it's <laughs> awesome. And I'm supposed to do this um, TED Talk at Oxford. Oh, oh my gosh. We'll see. We'll see oh. how it goes. Um, and I keep thinking, oh my goodness, what am I going to wear? I have like this small suitcase that I'll be taking, right? Because like you mm-hmm. said, I don't want to check luggage. And in my head, I have designed this outfit, which is like a long flowing skirt and then a white top and a bondage corset, Ooh. like rope corset, you know? Th- that's an episode we haven't done yet. You haven't? No, not a rope corset. We'll get on that for you, though, Lindsay, if you, if you need help with that. Yeah, well, Naughty Boys <laughs> has a beautiful mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But every time I think about it, I wonder if it has to be 
designed so that I actually make the corset with the rope, mm-hmm. right, around mm-hmm. my waist, and then cut it and then sew in a zipper or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, an easy way you could do that. I mean, if you made a corset that had, like, loops in it, you could almost, like, lace it up real quick, maybe. Oh, like a, maybe. yeah. Because the only one I had in mind was the Naughty Boys one. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm super familiar with the Naughty Boys. They were, like, OG bondage tutorials oh back goodness. in the day. Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, so I'm thinking giving a speech with that might not be great, and so there needs to be a way for me to loosen it. Anyway, <laughs> rope cake. Oh, so good. Let me think for a second about like life hacks on, on sex. Or if you, do you have any specific questions around life hacks? I'm trying to think. Like what kind of hacks are you thinking in general? Mm, I don't want people to be ashamed of sexuality at all. So in the video, I specify that like this is not to get people to hide who they are, mm-hmm. but it's just to have some privacy if you want it. So, for example, there's the hack of putting a sock on the the door door handle, which Mm -hmm. I hadn't heard about until I was doing research for this. But I was like, wait a minute, that's a thing that happens? Oh, totally. And I see it in in movies now. (laughs) I was just so naive. But, um, yeah, things like um, using certain euphemisms or what else do I recommend? Like sitting down even with your roommate and listing out your class schedule and maybe your workout schedule. So mm-hmm. you're not saying, hey, this is when I need the room to get off, but these are the times when I will be here or won't be here. Oh, okay. I mean, as far as if you're still talking about like pervertibles, great ways of doing like sensation play that don't cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Of course, using like kitchen utensils that you can sterilize. Ice cubes are a cheap and easy way to get some sensation play. Mm. Um, you can absolutely... Let me get my pervertible notes out, actually, Ooh, because that might help We're going to get lot. a preview. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, on that topic, though, of sensation play, I was just at Love Revolution, which is a sex shop in Ashland, Oregon. Mm. And they have sheepskin uh, mats from Australia. Oh. Australian sheep. And I was wondering if you knew how to clean them. So it's sheets made of what? Sheepskin. Oh, sheepskin. Sheepskin hides that you would lie down on a surface, and then you you like put your naked body against it, and it oh. feels amazing. I've never heard of that. It doesn't feel like wool. It feels like <laughs> I was gonna say puppies. But yeah, <laughs> it feels like puppies. No, I'm not. I'm not sure. Ooh. I've never. I've never experienced sheepskin before. Like. In any sort of fashion. Oh, goodness. Hmm. Is Well, I was about to say is Mr. S vegan, but definitely not considering Mr. S leather <laughs> is all about the body well, parts. Well, we do make, um, there's different kinds of material like neoprene, which is mm. is just a synthetic material. Yeah, and then true. we also have this, um, this material called what we call fuck gear, um, which is a stretchy material. People have like play sheets made out of it. It's that stretchy material that's really slick that you can get wet. You can yeah, get yeah. urine, liquid, lube all over it, and you can throw it in the washer dryer. It comes out clean. You have those here? Yeah, and we make clothing out of it, too. So we make shirts and, and like, pants and shorts and chaps, harnesses, all sorts of things out Do of it. Do you make RV-sized 
You know what we might. The beds in <laughs> RVs are not shaped like normal mattresses. Well, there's a there's a life hack right there is get a throw sheet made out of a fuck your material. Uh-huh. And then you can make a mess anywhere and clean it up real easy. And we do make throw sheets. So just flat out sheets. So it doesn't even need to have a liner on it. Uh-huh. But we also have those too. So okay. king, queen. I'm excited to go <laughs> shopping after this. Good. Okay. We'll take you on a shopping spree. Yeah. Cool. Did you bring up your list? I'm trying to find it. So sorry. I keep getting distracted by talking. It's okay. I keep distracting you because I have all of these questions. It's so nice to talk with somebody who loves the same stuff. What's your favorite flavor, by the way? My favorite flavor? As I distract you again. <laughs> Ooh. Or you don't have to t- tell us your favorite, but if you have, you know, one that's meaningful to you or fun for you. I really like mint. Like if I ever get a coffee or something, like peppermint in in something is always going to be delightful for me. But so what is mint when you translate it to to paraphilias? What would be the mint of paraphilias or the mint of fetishes? Icy hot. (laughs) But are you into icy hot? Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) But I've definitely heard stories um, where icy hot was used to stimulate Huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, have you ever seen uh, someone with a chastity device on that has icy hot on the inside of it? Are they screaming? They're writhing, but they're not screaming. It was consensual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> um, but writhing? It, like, just uncomfortable, like, squirming about for a bit. Because that stuff is not easy to clean off. And, no. And it, it, once it's on, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause some nice uh, minty tingling. Oh, but that would be rough. the yeah. That would be the peppermint if you were to give peppermint a a kink. <laughs> oh I was into food play when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. and so I I've talked about this in public before. But I put a fruit roll up on my partner's penis, thinking that that was brilliant. Like we'll wrap it in a fruit roll up, and then I'll flate it off, and that didn't work. <gasps> it just stuck. Did it get sticky everywhere? It got sticky, and then I couldn't get it off, and then. Oh, it was bad. Bad. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. I'm not able to find it right now. That's okay. I'm sorry. You're going to do an episode and then we'll check in and see it. That's way cooler than telling <laughs> it on the podcast <laughs> to have you do it on your show. Yeah. Very Thank cool. Thank you. Um, what other things are you looking forward to doing on your channel? I like, so like when we started our channel, it was really about education And I don't think it was ever dry, but it was definitely more education and less about like jokes and puns. And I think (laughs) as we've gotten more comfortable in front of the camera, we started having a lot more fun because we make jokes and we're really silly. And we do episodes like we kind of follow Internet trends, but make it kinky. Yeah. And, And that makes it so people are learning still like it's still a form of entertainment, but they're learning and they're they're driven to watch it. I hope and I think because we're making it somewhat relatable just because we're being silly. We're, so we're, good. we're making it so sex isn't scary anymore. Like that's, that's always been our goal. Yes. Yeah. Because, yes. Go team go. Yeah. Um, so things I'm excited for, I want to do more reviewing like cheap or inexpensive things online to see if things are worth it. Like wish.com is a big thing. Still. Hmm. We want to do another one of those episodes. I want to make some like leather harnesses. We're going to, we're going to buy some like knockoff Louis Vuittons and like make leather harnesses out of it just to like be really, really funny and sensational. 
<laughs> you're going to do DIY on camera. Yeah. So fun. Uh, let's see. What else are we planning? Yes, that's good. So I did a DIY dildos and I did a, yeah, how to make toy vaginas. And both of those videos are some of the tops on Sexplanation. So it goes really well. People oh, want yeah. their stuff because not everybody could come to a place like this or mm -hmm. even shop online. You have to be 18 to buy things. So when you're into it, it's nice to have a way to access things without making it accessible. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to. And that's why I really want to do a pervertibles episode because kink and sex and toys, like a lot of people think that it's too expensive and a lot of that gear is expensive, but in order to, to play or have even just decent rope, it's not that expensive. You just have to know where to look or how to make it. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, make a, make a toy yourself. I, I watched your, your DIY dildo one. The glowing dildo was probably one of my favorites. Isn't it awesome? When I put that together I in my never. head, I was like, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> um, but other things that we really want to do, um, my daddy, Christopher, really, really, he's fascinated by it. Balloons. Ooh, like so, in a latex fetish kind of way or in a balloon fetish way? So I think, so when Or not I, at all. No. I think all of the above, oh. honestly. Um, so I want to buy like some of those inflatable balloons that you can like climb in. I want to get, wait, what? have you not seen these? No. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, what? 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 Let me expand your knowledge on this topic. Um, yes. Inflate it, please. I've got some pop questions. So, um, there's actual, like, I think they're latex, but they are balloons that you can blow up with like a little hand vac, but you can get inside of it. So right. you have just like your head poking out and you can what? like bounce in it. Oh, oh, you know, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah, like that. This is what. So we are fascinated by the topic itself, and so we want to make fun with the people that are into it. Like we, we're not making fun at. We never right, want to make right, right. fun at people, but totally. with people. Yeah. And so we want to get some of those and like blow those up and have fun while we're talking about the facts and actually have like balloons that will pop if we get like questions wrong or something. Like make a game out of it. Like that way people are having, what? yeah. Wait, so these are disposable. Um, I mean, I think like the, one use. I think you reusable if you don't break it probably. Cause it's something that you can blow up and it looks like it's made of an, a decent amount of latex, like thick enough that you can reuse it maybe. Want to hear something? Okay. So yes. I, yes. Uh, you don't Thank even need you. to start, Thank like you. finish a sentence. I like the <laughs> So I had a middle school boyfriend. He did this really cute thing. I assume he blew up a balloon just a party balloon, mm -hmm. wrote all of these beautiful things all over it, and then deflated it and put it in an envelope or part of the gift package so that then when I was ready, I could blow it up and see what it said. Mm. So you could do that where you inflate this and put a whole bunch of sex education or whatever you want, like a marry me message or something on it, and then have people blow, become human. I'm writing this down, That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, and have like questions already written. Oh, see, see, that's I. And or this is why like I, I love. Oh. This is why I love people that are super sex positive or kinky. Like they have just the craziest, most fun ideas. Well, like, <laughs> this would be so cool. It's like a reveal. It right? is. It is. Yeah. But what? What else are we looking at? Balloons. Now I want to play with one of them. That sounds so exciting. I'll send you. I'll send you a link to the the Amazon stuff that I'm looking. At. It's all on Amazon. Like it's super easy to get. Okay. Yeah. Can I <laughs> uh, do a request? Absolutely. You don't have to do this. This is not so much for me, but this is something that I wish I had done. 
So when I made the DIY dildos video, mm -hmm. I went to the Dollar Tree, which is our dollar store in Montana, and was shopping for different things that I could put together. And I wished that I had made the video out of the shopping experience. Oh. So just going to the dollar store being like this, 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 I, I can pervert this and here's how mm -hmm. I do it. See, that's kind of how I want it. So I think it's really interesting seeing behind the scenes of things mm -hmm. like sitting down in front of the camera in your studio space is super engaging and fun. And it helps to like give an audience, you know, a comfort space and something that they can come back to over and over again. But when you get out of the office or out of the studio and like, when we do travel videos, I have so much fun editing yeah. those. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have fun making them. Are you sure you have fun editing them? I do. Because, like, I find if I didn't have to shoot it and I just got to edit it, that'd be great, too. Because I like making something from start to finish and, like, giving it a story. Because, like, when you're, when you're yeah. shooting stuff, I don't know if it's the same for you, but, like, when I'm shooting stuff, it seems so pieced, like a bunch of puzzle pieces. And the fun part to me is putting that puzzle together and figuring out how you make that relatable, how you make that story flow throughout it, how you have fun like with graphics or, yes. or editing. But I'm also just a huge nerd when it comes to Oh, like, I do love that. that. When I was editing for Doe Eyes, that was so entertaining to me to pull things from different places in time. So mm -hmm. it was not necessarily chronological, but put in cuts and mix it up. And yeah, B-roll I love, all of it. So I understand. But still, that's a lot of footage to go through if you're doing field trip. Lindsay, you have no oh idea. We, I, I've got a few vlogs coming out. Yeah. Um, I think the first part, and I in, I intentionally was like, this is going to be a two-parter. I'm not going to kill myself. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> you say that. But the first part, which I'm halfway through, mm -hmm. was uh, three hours of footage. No, no. Yeah. That, oh. that was yeah, Because time lapses, because <sighs> travel footage, because lots of talking happens. But I'm really excited for the episode. Uh, we went to a, a latex convention called Mr. International Rubber. So it's just this huge gymnasium full of rubber people. All sexes, all genders are allowed to be there and just explore and have fun. But there's tons of people selling gear. There's people getting tied up in this little like mosh pit. There's like education happening. There's ponies and pony gear and puppies and puppy gear and dominatrixes. And, it's... and you did video of all of it. Yes, with consent. No nudity because it was like a nudity free area, yeah. but everyone in it's like, you know, talking to the camera or knows that the camera's there and I got total permission by the space. So I'm really excited to get those out, but, oh, but it's, so it's a lot of footage, Lindsay. That's only part one. <laughs> but it's going to be so worth it because so. there are people who can't go to expos like that and want to know that they exist and they have a community. Ah. Oh. Talk about a life hack. If you want to, if you want to explore or get to know a space or an event, there's actually there's a lot of videos on YouTube for different kinds of events out there, and mm. and if people are looking for like pointers on like how to go somewhere or travel or, you know, just making it super super easy to get through TSA. We have one of those videos as well, like a travel tips video. Ooh, like okay. put put your things in Ziploc bags. Make it easy for TSA if they stop you. You know, just be super upfront. If you've got a 10 inch long dildo, don't tell them it's a vibrating toothbrush because they will pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'll put it, a link to it in the description and your whole channel because it's, it is, it's really, really precious. Thank I think you. that it needs to exist. I'm glad that it does. I'm glad that you're the one doing it because you have so much class and fun and ah, oh, so good. 
Thank you. So. Well, and you too, because you were one of the first sex-related channels that I ever watched on YouTube. Most likely, probably one, if not the first, one of the first. Yeah. And you just, you made sex less scary. And you you, you absolutely gave me kind of a, a guiding light as like, this is how you should do something like this. <laughs> you don't have to know everything, but you at least have to be open to everything. Yeah. Like you, Dan Savage, the, you guys were kind of like the muses that told me that it was okay to be sexual and be yourself. And so I'm just, I'm just paying it forward. Oh, yeah. well, you're doing a great job. Of it. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm super excited. I'm in your space using your microphone <laughs> with your tea. Want to do kegels? Absolutely. Names, please. So do you have a specific way that you do kegels? Do you do kegels? I, yeah. Every, every week, Lindsay. Every week I listen to this Explanations podcast. And you do them? I do them. I do them. Yes, people do them. Or at least I do them. <laughs> no, yes, people do. That is true. I, I have now, you are now part of multiple guests who have said that they do their kegels through this, this Explanations podcast. Yeah. I think that's the only time I do them too. <laughs> but that's good. Um, so we need to keep this show weekly <laughs> so that my pubic muscles don't deteriorate. Um, do you have a way that you like doing them most? I, I usually sit down. Okay. I'm just sitting and I just squeeze and then I relax. Should we do a montage of your video <laughs> content and um, we could have a kegel? For every time you say, what's the safe word? Do you, cause your oh opening is, has switched, right? Switches back and forth. Depends on the video, but we usually just yell hello, very loud at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we honestly, we tried to switch it at one point and then <laughs> any time anyone, a guest came on or, or in like the comments, people were like, there was no hello. And I'm like, oh, fine. We'll go back. It's so funny how you like, you train someone almost to just expect things open that way. Yeah, because so you wanted to do, what's up? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> and then the first two people, like, right after we tried switching it, were like, wait, don't we, don't we do the hello, though? Aww. I came on and I wanted to do the hello. And so it's, it's become a thing that people just, they, they look forward to. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to deprive people of that. So we, we, we do just do hello. Okay. Well, we'll, do, <laughs> we'll put in a, um, a what's the safe word montage of hellos and okay. what's ups and what's the safe word, um, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. And then um, while that's playing, we can all do the clenching of the pubic coccygeus muscles and relaxing and clenching. Yeah. What's up? Welcome back to What's the Safe Word, the sex education channel that's got a few kinks. A lot of kinks. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to What's the Safe Word. Hello. Welcome back to What's the Safe Word. I'm Hello. Welcome back to What's the Safe Word. I'm Amp. I'm Miss Christopher. Hello. Welcome back to What's the Safe Word. Hello. Welcome back to What's the Safe Word. Hello. Welcome back to What's the Safe Word. I'm Amp. And I'm Dr. Lindsay Doe. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you want this explanations audience to know? Your kinks are valid. Um, it, you are into something. It might not be the same thing that everyone else is into, but everyone is into something. And I think just finding that common ground of like, your kinks make you feel this way. So everyone else's kinks also make them feel that way. No one's kinks are better or worse. What you're into is totally valid so long as it's consensual, you're doing it legally, and you're having a good time. Hmm. 
I think that you'd be surprised how many people don't don't know that that's okay. And just some people are looking for that validation, and I'm giving you that validation that like yeah. your kinks matter, you are valid, what you're into is what you're into, and that's totally okay. Don't listen to other people that are trying to put you down. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for validating <laughs> How do you define a kink? You know, I, I go with the anything that's not vanilla definition mm-hmm. because I think that that almost always put something in people's minds of like anything that's just not penis and vagina sex, mm-hmm. you know, which is totally fine. But even then you could sexualize penis and vagina sex as a kink. Like that, if that, if that, if like, that's just what really turns you on like that, that could be your kink too. So I think it's just about perspective. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually here in San Francisco mm-hmm. when I went to see Michael Rosen's 2005 vanilla sex, which was an art exhibit photography exhibit of all these black and white images of um, people participating in their kinks, but with the, this idea that in, in 2005, <laughs> um, those things were no longer really peripheral or marginalized, mm-hmm. but they had become more vanilla. And I saw live fisting and oh. piercings and um, horsetail and imbibing of the fluids. All, all sorts of flavors. My very first night in San Francisco as a Dorothy from Missoula, Montana. And never been the same since. Was there any peppermint? <laughs> not of the icy hot kind. So not to uh, yuck anyone's yum. But having icy hot on my genitals sounds... It's oh, intense. Oh, hmm. It's intense. It is not for the faint of heart. No. But it is for the sore of muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if like my vagina had taken like a serious pounding or something Oof. like that, then I could imagine maybe there would be a soothing element to it. But um, definitely probably on the the bottle it says not for mucous membranes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I've absolutely seen people use it before. So always make sure that even when you are doing the kinks that you're into, that you do it safely. (laughs) Read the directions, have your safety, like be risk aware with all your kinks. Call your family doctor. (laughs) Maybe don't don't tell them what you're doing, but at least ask the question. (laughs) Definitely tell them what you're doing. Tell them that you're a healthy human being and you want to maintain your health. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I have a so question for you, Lindsay. Yes, please ask me all the questions. So, not to flip the script, but what how, what do you think of of Mr. S? What do you think of a large studio space that is just full of kink and leather and sex gear? What do I think of this two story palace? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So, I was telling you earlier, you know, before we came up here to record that. I had been to Mr. S probably 12 years ago, whenever I was here for my doctoral program. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I was with. I want to say it was with my middle school boyfriend. Oh, wow. That he lived in the Bay Area and was like, yeah, I'll meet up with you and let like support you in your sexual education. Let's go to this place called Mr. S. And then I remember being in this room and getting dressed up and like thigh highs and this really, um, adorable kind of schoolgirl outfit, which I um, am actually wearing in an episode of Sexplanations called Is It Okay to Be Sexy? 
And then I went to, so that all happened at Mr. S. Mm -hmm. It's like my first experience into the kink realm in terms of um, role playing kind of. And then I went to a sensatorium. Mm. I don't know if you, if you if they still have them, but it was essentially a, a party with um, Nayotamori, which is uh, sushi on naked people, and they uh-huh. had fire spinners and silk dancers. Oh, you know, Everything. all things for the sense. <laughs> and I was there, and I experienced a vampire mitt for the first time. Wow! Yeah, fun, but yeah. I love this space. It is incredible. And to get the behind the scenes, uh, I feel like a pretty, pretty princess (laughs) to just see all the spaces where the things that people wear in the most um, courageous, expressive moments of their being are made by hand here. By people that really care. Like yeah. the, the whole staff here is, they are kinksters. They live quote unquote, the lifestyle, um, but they care that people wear stuff that makes them look good Yeah, and make them feel good too. You know, yeah. like, I don't know if you've ever seen someone like put on something that just fit really well or oh. made them feel like really like sexy or empowered or validated, but just like the look on their faces when they get to like that piece of gear or that hood, it's just, it's why I, I love working here. Yeah, and why I clearly. like talking about sex and why it's I like awesome. making people feel comfortable with themselves. So good. Really, <laughs> because so you met me downstairs when at the entrance. Everybody mm-hmm. was so professional when I came in. There was this great system to take my bag and then this beautiful gateway into the store. And then you just see all of this gear that is high quality, beautiful. <laughs> And I have no idea what it costs, but I, I assume it's <laughs> expensive because it's really nice. And then to walk further into the belly of of the space and to know that you make it by hand, it's just like, oh my gosh, these are the sewing machines. This is where you're putting the, the clips in and the, ah, so good. I'm glad you could see it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Your eyes are just, you look like you're in a candy store. Oh, I really hope that you do multiple tours on what's the safe word and show it off because it's, oh, it's Oh, we've so got something coming up. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really glad that they have you because it's like one thing for people from the community to have this comfortable space for themselves, but you're... Uh, inviting people who don't yet realize that they're part of a community or allies to the community to have um, more language and understanding of what's going on. That's really valuable. Thank you. So good job. Thank you. Yeah. Right back at you. Want to shoot some videos now? I would love to. Okay. So we're <laughs> going to do that. Um, this podcast, at least for Sexplanations, is going to go way before the video comes out. Um, but if you want to check out Amp, in the meantime, please go to his channel, What's the Safe Word, and just watch. Just play the whole 200-something videos because they're wonderful. Maybe don't start at the first video. Start at the most recent because the the first couple, we're still getting our bearings and the quality's not great. The sound sounds like a, you know... We're talking from inside of a tin can, but... uh. Yeah, that's still great. It's just progress. It's awesome. Um, So thank you for being on this Explanations podcast. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. Yeah, and thank you to 
Callie from Cinema Studios for production, for Complexly for helping out with this, uh, and Count Boogie for doing the jingles, and Cora and Parle, I'm still learning.